What up, everybody? Welcome to this episode of the Man Cave Podcast, brought to you by Hy-Vee and Toys and Ford. Dan Casper here, as always. Appreciate you stopping by the Man Cave and checking out the Man Cave Podcast. Hopefully, we are. Hopefully, you are a regular listener. If you're not and you're first time, hopefully, we can get you to to be a regular listener. But uh, we're going to talk some more football in this episode of the podcast. Packers Bears getting set to open up Sunday to open up their season. So we're kind of doing some preview stuff leading up to uh, uh, the game itself here. And you're starting to see, you know, especially from the national sense, whether it's like NFL Network or ESPN, CBS, NBC, columns and, and that sort of stuff. You're starting to see the the predictions come out. The season predictions, teams going to the postseason, Super Bowl picks and, and all that. Uh, I just saw Chris Sims. Uh, so Chris Sims, NBC Sports, uh, Sunday Night uh, Football. He's with Pro Football Talk and such. Phil Sims kid. I just saw his. He's got Green Bay as a three seed in, in the uh, in the NFC, and is the only team in the NFC North getting to the postseason. Philly, 49ers, Green Bay, top three seeds there. Hell, I think that might be the highest one I've seen so far. Where where somebody's picked Green Bay to to be a three seed in the uh, in the NFC, so there you go. How about that? You agree with it? Well, that's what I'm asking you. Give me your Super Bowl picks. I want to start to accumulate them and see where the majority of our listeners are going. And do you have Green Bay making the postseason? Yay or nay? Simple as that. Yes. Or no. Again, I want to see where the majority of the votes are going here. With that being said, I've got my top five. Top five. Uh, reasons or top five things that have to happen for the Packers to, to make the postseason in order of importance. Okay, in order of importance, so my top five ways for, for Green Bay to get back to the postseason here. What are your top five? What are your or what is your top top thing that has to happen? Top reason or, or what? However you want to phrase it, was the one thing, the most important thing that has to happen for Green Bay to get back to the postseason. Here's mine. Okay, here's mine. Starting at number five, going up. To number one, the most important thing that has to happen for Green Bay to get to the postseason. I'm, I'm awful at drum rolls. Number five, it's it's a very generic one. It's something that you, you could probably say for every other team out there, all 32 teams in the National Football League. But I think when you look at it in Green Bay sense, it, it's, it's something that Matt LaFleur talked about in training camp and, and preseason, health. The overall health of the ball club. Matt LaFleur talked about it. You know, for them to be at their best, they have to be reliable. They have to be on the field. They have to be available. They have to be available. And you look at this ball club, and I think, yeah. I I mean, they've got some decent depth at, at certain positions, but they're incredibly young and inexperienced in a lot of these positions, too. So health of this team, making sure that, and I know you can't really make sure because injuries you know, are, are fluke things and you can never really predict them and, and that sort of thing, 
but you know, health, especially to your starters, to your, to your main players, is going to be incredibly crucial. I think for for this ball club, if they want to get back to the postseason, they've got to stay healthy. They've got to have their main players, their key players, available on the field. Again, you could say health for like all thirty-two teams, but you know when you factor in the the inexperience, the age, and maybe even the unknown from from the quarterback position. You don't have an Aaron Rodgers or maybe a Patrick Mahomes or or Joe Burrow, whoever you want to put in there at quarterback to kind of cover the holes, cover the you know the 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 weaknesses of your team, fill in for for these injuries, elevate their play here a little bit, just because the quarterback position is a little bit unknown here. So, for me, health number five, and really probably would be you know. Number one, number two, a top two, top three for for a lot of people uh, on their list. But health is number five for me. Number four, kind of mentioned it with the inexperience here, but my number four most important thing that has to happen for Green Bay to get back to the postseason, the youngsters have to play like veterans. They have to. You know, a lot of them are going to have a little bit more on their shoulders than maybe some other teams, you know, are, are putting on their, their rookies or second-year players. And that's why I said youngsters here because I, I didn't want to say just rookies because this team's got some second-year guys that have to elevate it, maybe even some third-year guys. But we know the list, right? We know the list. It's Christian Watson. It's Romeo Dobbs. It's Devontae White. It's Quay Walker. Zach Tom is going to be a star. I mean, those are... Those are dudes, second-year guys, that a lot is going to be on their shoulders this year. And then you have the rookies of Luke Musgrave, Tucker Craft, Jaden Reed, Carrington Valentine, Lucas Van Ness. You know, you have those guys. So these youngsters, you know, the 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 the, the sophomores can't hit that sophomore wall. The rookies. Going to have an opportunity to to have a lot of play type. They've got to play at a high level early. You don't have a whole lot of time for growth if you still have playoff aspirations, Super Bowl aspirations, getting back to the big game, getting back to the dance. So these youngsters have to, have to play at a high level right away, early, and be, I mean, be darn good players right away. Can't really be holding their hand and you know easing them on in here a little bit. Maybe you can a little bit with with Van Ness because you got Rashawn Gary and you got Preston Smith, you know, over there. But all hands on deck. All hands on deck. My number three, and I think my number three is probably going to be number one for quite a few people, and I got no problem with that. But I feel like my top two, one and two, I, I ranked a little higher just because that's how I feel. But number three is Jordan Love. Jordan Love does not have to be Patrick Mahomes. He does not have to be Aaron Rodgers. He doesn't have to be Joe Burrow. He doesn't have to play at that level in his first year for this team to go to the postseason. He doesn't have to, to play at that level. 
Would we love to see Jordan Love play at that level? Heck yeah! We would love to see that. We'd love to be able to see, hey, we maybe potentially have another great quarterback, great starting quarterback. But for this year, we're focusing on just this year, he doesn't have to be you know, an MVP quarterback. He doesn't have to go out there and throw 40 touchdown passes, only throw four interceptions for this team to get to the postseason. He doesn't have to do that. But Jordan Love still has to play some adequate, you know, quarterback you play. Call it a game manager if you want. He's got to go out there. He can't turn the ball over. He's got to be available. Got to be healthy. He's got to be able to move the football. Got to be able to understand and read defenses. I mean, he's still, there's a lot on his plate, and there's a lot riding on him for this ball club to, to go the postseason. But to me, it's not all on his shoulders. That's why I don't have him as my number one thing, reason, or number one that you know he's got to be all worldly for this team to to go to the postseason. You know, you're, you're gonna. I'm gonna throw the examples like like the 49ers. Okay, Brock Purdy. Is Brock Purdy a Patrick Mahomes or or one of those top quarterbacks? Not right now. Was Jimmy G when the 49ers went? No, he wasn't. There's other facets to, to that team. And the 49ers, great defense and, and and all that sort of stuff, which, I mean, kind of tipping it away, but defense is coming up here. But he, but Jordan Love doesn't have to be an all-time great. He doesn't have to throw up or throw amazing numbers and eye-popping numbers for this team to, to get to the postseason. Would it help? Heck yes, absolutely, no doubt, no doubt, no argument. But for this year, and maybe throughout his career, depending on how the team is built, that that's the that's the key here. But just focusing on this year, just this year, he doesn't have to go out there and be that be that top five, top three quarterback in the league. But he still, he still has to play that position at a high level. He still has to go out there and prove that he is a starting quarterback in the NFL, that he can play at that level, that he can be you know, one of the top ones out there. He's got to go out there and play at a high level. Has to. But he doesn't have to go out there and be a Patrick Mahomes or Joe, or Joe Burrow or Aaron Rodgers or, or whatever in year one. Make things easier, but he doesn't have to do it. And that's because... Of my top two. Number two is coaching. When I say coaching, I'm encompassing everybody on there, and you know, kind of narrowing it down. It's it's the play callers. It's Joe Barry. It's Matt Lafleur. We all know Joe Barry is under the microscope this year, probably more so under the microscope from Packers fans maybe than than the Packers themselves. But we're all looking at Joe Barry. And if, if if Justin Fields is running around the field and, you know, he's doing his best Colin Kaepernick impressions and maybe rushing for like 150 yards or something like that in week one, I guarantee you the number one thing or one of the top things we're going to be talking about on Monday morning, the day after that game, is going to be Joe Barry. And when is he going to get fired? So no doubt, Joe Barry is definitely under the microscope. Play call, 
Is he going to put his players in position to get ready to drink? My favorite Kevin Green quote, affect games. Is he going to allow Jair Alexander to match up against opposing teams' number one wide receivers? Is he going to put his best players on the field at the same time and create packages, unique packages? And and is he just generally going to call a good game and, and not get off to a slow start like they did last year? Great. The, the defense was playing better towards the end of the stretch last year. Pick back up. You don't, you don't necessarily have time or the ability or the luxury to ease on in and, you know, do this and see if it works and that sort of thing and, 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 and you know, oh, oh we got to change it up with, like, the last few weeks. And I'm not saying that's exactly what he did or not, but you don't, I mean, you don't have that luxury because that defense, there's going to be a lot on it. And, and it starts with Joe Barry. Calling good game, having a good game plan, calling a good game week in and week out. And the same rides on Matt LaFleur. There is pressure on Matt LaFleur this year. And there's going to be a lot of you know focus on him as a play caller this year. Now, I do think Matt LaFleur, for, for whatever reason, there, there's a chunk of, of a fan base out there that has already got him on the hot seat this year, which I just I, I completely disagree with. Completely disagree with. But there's no doubt he is going to be under a little bit of a, a microscope spotlight this year, too. It's like, all right, you don't have Aaron Rodgers. You, you've got a first-time, full-time starting quarterback. What is your offensive game plan going to look like? How are you going to call a game? There's going to be more on his shoulders here now, too, because... You don't have the luxury. Now, it's kind of a double-edged sword. You you have the luxury of having a quarterback like Aaron Rodgers where you have a lot of trust in. But at the same time, you've given him the keys to, to the vehicle, and he has the freedom to do a lot of different stuff. He can change up play calls. That's why I always just like when when so many people criticize play calls and that, you don't know exactly what was called and what was changed at the line of scrimmage. We don't when you're when you're watching a game. Facts are facts. We don't. When it came to Aaron Rodgers, we really didn't know what was going on or what was originally called or what what was changed and all that sort of stuff. You don't. But this year, got to imagine that's going to be reined in here a little bit. And it's not to say he's going to completely handcuff Jordan Love, but probably going to be more of those plays that are originally called are going to be ran. Not a whole lot of changes at the at the line of scrimmage. And again, it's not to say that Jordan Love doesn't have the freedom to audible, that whole audible thing from a few years ago. But to develop a game plan, not only with Jordan Love, but those youngsters on offense, those second-year receivers, those rookie receivers and tight ends, putting those youngsters in a position to succeed, to move the ball, to score points. Malafleur is... This, you know, we're just assuming that we're going to see Matt Lafleur's offense this year, right? Been here, we've been talking about that all offseason. Well, now we're finally going to see the true offense that he wants to run. That's the case. Spotlight's on, baby. Showcase your play calling abilities. Showcase your head coaching abilities with a very young team, youngest team in the NFL. Showcase how good of a head coach you truly are showcase, prove 
that all those wins you had in the first three years weren't just because of Aaron Rodgers. Go out there and prove that you were a top head coach, that you were one of the best in the game, one of the best younger coaches in the game. Go out there and prove that you're one of the better play callers in this game too. Prove it. This is the year to prove it. Go out there and do it. There's pressure on it. And as a competitor, even though you're a coach, but you're still a competitor, and as a competitor, I think you embrace that. I think that's why, you know, we love sports. We love the competition. We're, we're all competitive. And as a play caller and as a head coach, if I'm if I'm in Matt LaFleur's shoes right now, I'm embracing this opportunity. I'm welcoming it. And I hope he succeeds. And I hope he goes out there. And I hope he succeeds. And, you know, I'll throw in Rich Bisaccia here too. More on his play as assistant head coach. I think Matt LaFleur is going to rely on him more, especially to make maybe some, like, in-game situations. But also, Rich, you got your hands full with a rookie kicker that I think we're going to be nervous every time he lines up for a field goal or extra point. And Daniel Whalen had a good preseason. But still, rookie punter, rookie holder. <laughs> you, you, you got your you, you, you're going to be earning your paycheck, man. So a lot too on Rich Passaccio this year, because I think you're going to see him involved more in you know in game stuff decisions. But with that special teams unit, with the youngsters at the kicking positions, it's a good thing Rich Passaccio doesn't really have any hair left because he won't have any to pull out. Might just have to pluck it from his beard or his goatee or something like that. Uh, but to me, my number one reason, number one thing that has to happen for Green Bay to get back to the postseason this year, mentioned him a couple times, but to me it is the number one thing is the play of the defense, the defense overall. Now, you can incorporate Joe Barry's play calling into this if you want. Um, you know, I'm focusing, like, you, you, I think that's part of it, but I'm talking about, like, the, the players on here. The players have to play. You know, coaches call the play calls and coach them, but the players have to go out there and perform on the field. Can't go out there and hold their hands and, and you know, guide them where to go and, 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 and that and, and, you know, tell Quay Walker not to get ejected from a game. Well, I mean, you can tell him, but, you know, you can't be on the field with him and hold his hand and say, hey, all right, don't do that. Once, you, once they're on the field, the responsibility is theirs. So the play of the defense – how many times have we talked about how much has been invested? Draft picks, money. You've got potential of like Pro Bowl top players at every level of this defense. Kenny Clark, Devondre Campbell was an All Pro a couple years ago. Can he stay healthy? Can Quay Walker make a leap in year two again? A lot of playing time last year, but can he just stay on the field? Rashawn Gary, one of the better edge rushers in the league. Jair Alexander, one of the top corners in the league. Safety is a little bit of an unknown and kind of, I shouldn't say a little, pretty big unknown at this point. But you've got playmakers on this defense. You have to be a top five defense. Top five defense if you want to get to the postseason. Take some of that pressure off Jordan Love. Take some of that off his shoulders so he doesn't have to go out there and be Aaron Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes. Take some of that off. You, you, If this Packers defense is a top five defense overall, and 
I'm not ready to say that they're going to be because I feel like we've been talking about this for how many years. Like, oh, if they just have a top 10, top 15 defense under Aaron Rodgers, they're going to the postseason. Well, you know what? That's got to be higher. It can't be a top 10, top 15. They got to be one of the best in the league for this team to get to the postseason. The pressure is on them. It's not on the quarterback this year like it has been every other year. Remember how many times we said, just give us a top 10, top 15 defense with Aaron Rodgers. This year with Jordan Love, to me, it's got to be closer to that top five. That defense has to go and ball out. Ball out. You know, I'll even go back to like the Eagles when they won that Super Bowl against the Patriots and Nick Foles was the quarterback. Defense. Defense. Why are the 49ers still always in the conversation? Maybe coming out of the NFC? Yeah, they got Christian McCaffrey and they got Debo Samuel, but it's their defense. Playmakers. This defense can be a top five, close to a top five. They've got a shot. To, to get to the postseason, maybe maybe even make a little bit of a mini run. I don't know. Again, I think all of my top five, I think all of these have to work. It's not just like, oh, if they got a top five defense, they're in. I think all have to work in conjunction here at some level. But for me, if this defense is is one of the best units in the league, and really there's no reason why they can't be, if they're healthy, They've got the talent to do it. But go out there and do it. Play to your talent. Play to your skill level. Joe Barry, call a good game plan. Have a good game plan. Call a good game. Be available. So if that defense is top five, I think that's the main thing. My main reason why they've got, or for for them to go to the postseason, that's the number one reason. Defense one, coaching two, Jordan Love three, the youngsters playing at a veteran level at number four, health being available at number five. All right, hey, that's going to do it for this episode of the Man Cave podcast. As always, don't forget to follow and subscribe and give us a positive review and a five-star rating on your favorite podcasting platform or wherever you listen to us on your podcast. And don't forget, too, to follow our YouTube page because uh, if you are a Packers fan, got a little video series up there called Green and Gold Chalk Talk. Some more Packers uh, quick video clips up there about the green and gold. Until next time, thanks again to Hy-Vee and Toys and Ford for helping bring this podcast out to everybody. I'm Dan Casper, and we will talk to you on the next episode of the Man Cave Podcast.